you guys ready? Anthony is in his throne. Look, it's... I mean, it's a massive throne. It's a massive throne. He looks like a five-year-old in the fucking throne. <laughs> he looks I like Lily feel Tomlin. like a five-year-old. You should literally... Your feet should be dangling off the end, and you should have like a, thing, like a little box of blocks or something that, you know, with little letters on it. <laughs> waiting for Santa to come and molest you or something. That's a scary That's fucking That's what we're going to do. Are you guys ready to do the first show in Anthony's Castle? Yay! Well, then, goddammit, let's hope this button works. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live in Anthony's Castle, which is now the coin term... That in progress. Losing. Yes. Here at Alt Anthony's, uh, my name is Count Boogie. I'm Kathy. Over there we have Dell, and then of course swing that mic over, Anthony. You are you are the man. You're like the you're like the drummer that like has the mom's house. You know, and, and it's like your drum set sucks, but your mom has the house and she like makes sandwiches and stuff. So now you, and then of course over here we have laying on Dell. Enigma. Thank you very much. We now... Kathy, look at all the space. Don't, don't forget the squabster off in the corner. Well, of course, squabster's in the corner there with her little blanket and <laughs> fancy iced tea doing good. This is a big room. This is like lit out of all of the perverted podcast places we've ever been. This is the nicest for Let's sure. Let's try not to fuck this up. Let's, Let's just not mess this look up. Let's not Anthony. overstay our what welcome. What a king there Anthony is. is. No is. Oh, my God. Look, look, he's the best... Ladies need to fuck this guy. Wow. This guy needs to get his Boogie. dick sucked right which you have got your dick sucked right there on that floor, right? You guys need to be better at the switching uh, yes. of the mic. Just <laughs> swave. I'm talking to Anthony, swing the mic to him. Yes. Good. I have had my dick and if sucked. I say something like Dell is a good guy, see how that works? Anticipation. There you go. Yeah. Dell, how you doing? Doing all right. Did you have a magical drive over here? All the traffic. It was great. That is I got good. in some audiobook time. I didn't listen to you. That, so. that's, that's probably a good thing. Why would that hurt my feelings? I don't listen to <laughs> me. That's just... What audiobook are you listening to? Is it erotica? Do you like jerk off while you drive? No, it's a lit RPG because I don't... I have Dungeon, but I don't have some Dungeons and Dragons, so it's my proxy. I have no idea. Do you have, Mew, do you know what he just said? No. Dale, explain Literature, what you just RPGs, said. it's basically video game in book form. Oh, oh okay. So it's the characters and the... You know, it's same, just a normal like book, that. but they have game mechanics. I, I believe the missing piece of information is RPG is role-playing game. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Look, we're just moving right on. <laughs> Kathy? What? Look, all I'm going to say is uh, I'm happy. What? I'm, ha- I'm very happy. I mean, I loved Wait, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say you're happy? Yeah, I'm happy. What? That never happens. What? What? There's always some tale of woe. No, this is, uh, I'm allowed to be happy. Okay. I didn't I mean, say you're not allowed to. I just, I'm not used to hearing that coming I, from you. I like, uh, in some ways, I like change. It keeps me very active. And so, of course, I loved it at Kathy's special 
place. It was good to be able to have a place to record our show. It was very generous of the the people that were also involved in us being there. Uh, it was really cool. But you know, of it's it's nice to be here. That was a garage that was being constructed. You know, so obviously it had that like edgy kind of thing. Um, That's a nice way of but, putting it. <laughs> but that edge. But it's kind of cool to be here now with Anthony because, of course, Anthony's been on the show. We know Anthony very well. He's you know he's got this big house and he was nice enough to say, by all means, come here until I get sick of you and kick you out. I thought we were going to be in his garage. Frankly, I did. T- I you know we could be kicked out. That's why we need to get him laid. That's why we just need That'll to be. Keep us coming that's back. why Got we it. need to just be like, hey, someone just needs to come and blow. I mean, I, I don't know if it could be Dell or Enigma. You know, this. You know, put a wig, wig. Yeah, no. Give Kathy all of the fantasies, just all the just, male just, fantasies. Hey, I'm not complaining. <laughs> hey, so I think I have I have an, uh, an opinion here. Uh oh. I think Anthony is very good at getting his own women to blow him. I don't think he needs perverted podcast help is my well, point. Well, you don't want to make him look like, you know, he's cocky. Well, he kind of is. is. He's one of your shark club guys. Well, he is in the shark until he tried to bring t-shirts. Yeah, and, and then I almost got kicked out because <laughs> I wanted to be land shark. <laughs> Apparently that wasn't taken That wasn't yeah, that's yeah, enough. yeah. You were, he was he, he came in like Anthony's the type of guy where like, okay, we're gonna let you in into the shark group, you know, the ethical predators. We've talked about it on the yes, show. Yes, we have. You know, and Anthony, you know, I'm I, I don't even know. I'm black tip and then, you know, Hollywood Daddy was hammerhead or and you Marco. know and Mako. And Mako, uh, you know, Spanky's been on the show as Mako. And so we had this whole, like, little... And then Anthony comes in. He's like, I'm going to be Landshark. <laughs> Remember Landshark? We should make T-shirts. Like, day one. Day one in the group. In his defense, I have a T-shirt of that, but that's because it was my college mascot, which was meta because it was in Vermont and we weren't near the water. No! No, you're and, messing and with literally Hollywood Daddy was going to just kick him yeah. out of the screw. No, he almost kicked <laughs> me out immediately. We just looked at each other and we're like, Anthony, um, you're not going to take this seriously. You're not in the club. <laughs> you can't I'm be just a amused shark. Of any of you taking anything seriously. You can't be a shark if you're not. In my defense, Spanky ended up getting. A, he wanted to know where I got the shirt, and I believe he got a Mako Shark shirt. He did get a Mako <laughs> yes, Shark he shirt. Did. Yeah, so I there did. you go. Whatever. So fine, you corrupted. You guys us. are trying to act cool when, in reality, you all want the shirt. And, and I, we cleaned it up. I became Tiger Shark, and I Tiger's still am good. Tiger Shark. Wait, was it? What was my Michelle? I she forgot. was going to be Bull Shark. A Bull Shark. Oh. That's right. My Michelle was Bull Shark, which was perfect. Absolutely perfect for her. So yeah. you're saying we need to just get him laid or give him get him blowjobs? Give him laid. Well, him I mean, we were supposed to do that with Tom, you know, when he did facilities That's for all those work. years, and we failed because you know he's always in the parking lot. Who is already getting blowjobs in the parking lot? But you know, that's not really why. I mean, I'm happy to be here, Anthony. Thank you, obviously, for welcoming us into your home. It's a pleasure to, have uh, you to do this, and hopefully, there'll be lots of shenanigans uh, to come uh, until we can find our, our regular place. We're in his legit, our living forever room, home. Man. We're, we're we're like the you know we're like adopt a pet. Where we just need, you know, we're looking for our forever home. We're either in some shabby love lab or in my garage, and now we're in a legit living room. I, I don't know, know it's, what to it's do creepy. With this. Yeah, but a lot of fucked up shit has gone on in this legit. See, living and room. that's yeah, what makes that it. Makes me that's feel better. what makes it good. <laughs> I, I was but, telling him the feature orgasm I sent in last year. That happened right there. Right there. <laughs> Kathy, would you like to go sniff the spot and see if he's lying? No, thank you, buddy. Just I'll be take like, your word for it. That smells like year old cum. That's it. I've got video. <laughs>
I'd rather watch the video That's than that. smell the year old cum. Thank you very much. But here's what's really exciting, Kathy. Wow. This is what's really exciting. Love nutrition. Like a junkie needs a fix to calm their addiction. Love nutrition. You gotta eat a lot of pussy because you need some love nutrition. Uh. What? Kathy, love nutrition. Let me tell you about love nutrition. <laughs> God, because you don't think about that, do you? You know, time goes by, and and you just you're not getting your love nutrition, and and you start to turn into kind of you know Kathy, you know, like a dick, and uh, <gasps> you know, there's like a whole category of it, and Did so the eyes is in shock at what you just <laughs> said. Explain yourself. Well, what I'm saying is, no, I've been, no, I've no. been very shut down. Explain your insult. What? They just roll, Kathy. Just, uh, look, haven't you learned by now? Two hundred thirty-one shows that we just wow. insult each other, and I don't like and you sometimes right now. it's all right. You didn't like me. I like you even. Ago. Yeah, that's important. You liked him ever. Like what? There's degrees. Like there is absolutely with you. Uh, it's degrees uh, of dislike. Oh, if it's only point seven five, then I really then feel I can good deal about with yeah. you. So no, no, Kathy, you know I love you. Yeah. And even though your hair is a little old ladyish. Oh um, my god! But it'll grow out, I'm sure, and then it'll be sexy again. So anyway, love nutrition, very important. And, you know, Muse has been busy with all her things and I've been busy with my things and it's been all chaotic and whatever. And, and, uh, don't flick me. Uh, don't flick me unless you want to do it to my your balls. Wrist. Oh, I can flick your balls. Do you want to flick my balls? Yes. Can you flick my balls and not punch them? You said you had me do this once and you're like, oh man, don't flick my balls. Now you're asking me again. Well, how hard can you really, wait a minute. Why well, do you really want to ask that question? Didn't we also have to do the testicle exam? Wasn't that going to be a thing? That was your exam. No, we were... <laughs> you let everyone... Dell has I only no... have one. You have double the testicles. It's better to check yours. Dell has learned the magic. The magic of when women ask to see your junk, you're like, okay, here you go. And now you've got a room full of women. Like I'm like, all right, Dell, I'm going to leave. And everyone wanted to look at Dell's one testicle. Right. And Dell was, you know, and it was all hot women in the room. And and Dell did something really wise. He just said, that sounds like a great idea. Here's my dick. Because the dick is next to it. And now you got a room full of cute women looking at your junk. So you fooled them into looking at the dick. I don't, I, I, I don't know how Dell worked it. That was consensual. <laughs> they came for the ball. They stayed for the dick. <laughs> Shrewd move. Give you a little clap on that. I think you're supposed to come for the dick. Never mind. Oh, God, the puns. (laughs) Anthony pun. Do we really need this living room? (laughs) Yes, we do. I could have had this. Smile and nod at Anthony. We could have had had the storage, Kathy. You just got to get there before (laughs) six. No. It was a little rugged, but we could have had it. God damn it. All right, shoot. But no, so anyway. Love nutrition. So love nutrition. So, you know, we were getting a little declined, and and Mew had been getting more and more into when she does have free time. Let's get into gaming and whatever. And we knew that there was a family trip that was coming up, and then, you know, her mom was going to leave early to go on this family trip far away. Oh, yes, you told us this in the last show. Yeah, and so then it was like, okay, well, now, you know, it's hard to have, you know, orgy time in the ravioli. Yes, we, it's very difficult. you've told us the story. It's very not easy. Uh, you know, you make it work because that's what you got. You got to work with what you got. But then 
all of a sudden, so like it's the first weekend that we have at the boat. And so I'm like, Mew, Mew, you need some love nutrition. I'm going to depend on you. And we both just made this thing up because we had a new play partner that we played with that was amazing. And it was, it was, it was a lot of fun because, you know, that new energy and then yeah. you're exploring and it's somebody that's now exploring themselves and stuff like that. So of course it was very, you know, it was sexy and new and whatever, but then it was also fucking sexy and hot and, you know, Mew and this girl, you know, double ended dildo, you know, the whole, the whole thing. And all of a sudden I'm remembering like, Oh, that's right. This is amazing. And that was Friday. And then we're like, okay, let's take a day off Saturday. And then, uh, bunny, we haven't seen in a couple months either because she's been all busy with all her school and magic and whatever. So she came over on Sunday. So in one weekend and once again, love, you know, clean the dildo, (laughs) clean the dildo in between, but let's put condoms (laughs) back on it and get those girls back hooked up. So in other words, you've had your fill. She has been filled. Look at her. Just look at her face in her blanket. Ear to ear. In her blanket, getting her... Sing it with me, Kathy. No, like a junkie needs a fix to calm their addiction. Look at her. Look at her face. That's right. Just so innocent. You gotta eat a lot of pussy because you need some love nutrition. Uh. Did you eat some pussy? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Was that another uh, storage room jingle? No, that was actually on the boat. Oh, you recorded that on the boat. I recorded it on the boat. You ah, know, just I have the, the little, the little sub. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. Nice. So, so you had a, So this is the reason. I'm why happy. You said I'm happy. I'm happy. I, we had we. It was like we all of a sudden we're like, oh yeah, that's right. We play with people and and I know we had started coming back to that, but it was just the fact that we had two amazing visits and it was just great and it was just great to literally pull Mew away from her video game which there was some kicking and screaming literally she's like and that's how she sounds it's really annoying i can't believe i've been with her for 5 years and i'm like look just for the love of fucking god get away from the game you had to pull out the dom card i did i had to pull out the dom card and of course once you know the the partner shows up she's like yeah! So it was just push that mojo. It was good. Push that mojo. So now little uh, Dr. Laser Snake over there. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. What'd you do? Ah, the usual. Creative Explorer's house. The usual? Well, you know, he was right near the fires out here. Oh, really? Yeah. So he he was right across the street from the mandatory evacuation zone and didn't know what was going to be happening there. And I selfishly think to myself... I'm not going to get any dick this weekend. The fucking, fucking fires. Your <laughs> fucking home's burning to the ground, you I don't idiot. I about Who that. shit. Maybe you should have bought something with more brush clearing. I'm not getting the D. <laughs> those Maybe. were almost literally my thoughts. <laughs> I'll guarantee those were your thoughts. <laughs> I'm such a You know, next time the ass. fire department comes by, maybe you ought to fucking heed the warning, asshole. Do you see this cooch? Do you see the cobwebs in this cooch? All right, now. I'm not quite Shut up far. and put your dumb horse on a trailer. I don't give a shit. Oh, my God. Irritable Kathy. No dick. Door. That's yes, what it was. irritable is true. I get irritable when there's more than a couple. Of, well, this is the problem with getting regular dick is then you get turned into an irritable, nasty cunt when you don't get it. 
Is that what my problem is? Yeah, you are a nasty, irritable cunt. I'm a nasty, but look, now I'm all happy. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is good. I put down my game. I'm like, I don't want to play Pokemon Go. I just want to fucking remember what it's like to make music and and make love, Kathy. (laughs) Did anyone else do it at the same time? Do it at the same time. Well, I have gamed. Oh, of course. Who who has? No, I meant music and sex, but I guess you can do game and sex. I have. I've done, I've definitely done guitar and sex. I have definitely, because doggy style works very good. The guitar kind of holds up there. And then uh, if you can separate the two, you know, uh, and and stay focused and let the rhythm happen with the, you know, guitar that works. Video gaming, I did that with Abyss. I remember this. Like, uh, you know, we used to have like challenges, like I'd go down on her while she was trying to play Mario Karts and she was vicious at Mario Karts. She kicked my ass almost every time. And so, but, and she would, you know, try to distract each other doing, have you, who, who else has done that? Video game, okay. Enigma. Video games, yeah. Video game sex. Video game. We've done. Have we've done video game sex? All right. That's a challenge. Yeah, I, I, we, I specifically went to a party where the point of the game was distraction video games, and so nice. in front of everybody, or there were a couple people playing double duty, but there, it was just it was just a lot of like diddling and teasing while you're trying to to play the game. I think I did pretty well. Um, there definitely was some distractions that caused me to like hit the person, but nice. yeah, yeah, nice smack him upside the head. Anthony's like my age. He's like, no, I just fuck girls on that carpet. <laughs> yeah. Does the solitaire in 1989 count on a PC? <laughs> I'll play video No, games. Anthony, it does not. <laughs> With that green screen, you know, just, and the cards come up and it's literally just like play, you know, play three kilobytes the whole the game. Back. Just go analog. <laughs> go. Definitely have watched porn while while having sex, but that's you know on the internet. But that's you know what I and we've talked about that on the show. I actually have a hard time watching porn and having sex at the same time. Like I just get so distracted. But do you fantasize while you're having sex at all? Yeah, yeah, but but see, the thing is, is porn is a, a single image, and if I'm watching it by myself, I can do it. But if I'm trying to focus, be because it's it's a complete. Here's what it is. It's a complete. I don't know. Dichotomy, different contradiction. What, contradiction. Because when I watch porn, it's so I can fucking get hard, jerk off, come and go to sleep in as soon as possible. You know. But when I'm with a partner, it's about not coming. It's about creating right. an environment for them. It's about you know that whole interaction. And so having this thing draw me from the side that's supposed that's saying you're just supposed to jerk off and go to sleep and then going, no, I have uh, this this real human here that I don't yeah, want. Yeah. I mean, I suppose if it was like a role play where, you know, I made a, you know, foam core glory hole or something and had point. Look, all Anthony's like, yeah, that's do that. Yeah, more like that kind of thing <laughs> under the desk while you're doing it. Kind yeah, of thing, but yeah. then but then I still I can't. I can't. That's not my sex. My se- my sex is interactive yeah. with the, no, the partner. It. I'm like yeah. into it, so so it's real distracting for me. But gaming, I can do. I only did that to Creative Explorer once. He gamed while he played, you know, Mario Odyssey. Well, well, you went down on him. Yeah. Did you like it? Um, did you feel used? I found well, yeah, <laughs> but I found that you know him being distracted wasn't. I don't know. I didn't like it. I mean, I, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I didn't it, dislike it. Could it could be worse. He could have been playing a board game. <gasps> So much worse. That's true. Don't give him any ideas. He just, listens to this show. Just building characters real slow and going. Hmm. By the way, he's gonna 
Go yeah, go ahead. He's going to invite you the next game day he has, I think. <laughs> clapping. Well, that sounds like a fucking thrill a minute, don't it? <laughs> you know I'm not going to be there. You're going to be there. Cheetos! Devil woman! Cheetos! So what else? Anything else going on before we move on? No. That's it? What? Del? Yes? I have finally bought them again. It's been months. Congratulations. It's quite fun. What'd you do? What, what was done to you? Um, I got caned and they had some giant chain mail f- um like um flogger flogger thing oh it was like dragon like interlocked so it was quite heavy wow. it, was a, it was in the classroom of the place we don't mention right. yeah did you enjoy yourself yes um <laughs> i w- i slept quite well once i got to sleep getting to sleep after having a good scene is a bit hard for me but sleeping <laughs> but once you get there yeah. yeah it's pretty cool never thought about that nice Yes, I'll yes I actually got to witness part of that, though. And you had very nice aftercare, too. So I, uh, I was also at the place, not to be mentioned, I guess. So. <laughs> and I was also having a very good time. I was telling you earlier, the highlight of that scene for me was I was trying to be all domly badass holding two Hitachis <laughs> in one hand and reaching back for my iced coffee. <laughs> and I accidentally <laughs> squeezed it and blew the top off and all the coffee all over the fucking place. Oh, Uber dumb moves. Oh, so, man. Uh, and, but I, but I, I think did, my Did you finish? Did yeah, you finish the girl? were correct. I stayed with the girl and I let the DM and one of the board members clean up the mess and I felt terrible about it, but not that terrible. But they were both, <laughs> but it, I know who you were talking, yeah. you told me who it was and cool every, it. you know, at that yeah. point it becomes like group mission. Yes. You're like, all right, this bitch needs to nut and you were not, right. you're not going to cut that out because yeah. that would be dickish. And then she asked me later, did you feel like an idiot? And I said, well, a bit, but I also had a hot naked girl mm-hmm. bent over sucking a dildo taped to a table while hitting it with two Hitachis, so I didn't feel like that big of yeah, a Yeah, there's just not a loss. <laughs> and here's the thing, and this is something that I think is always important, and everyone who's been to a dungeon knows this. The more, because Anthony, like me and like everyone in this room, we have a lot of fun when we play. And a lot of times your scenes have a lot of laughter, and there's a lot of creativity and, and goofiness and, and the toys and things like that. So... When you fuck up, everyone's just like, ah, everyone laughs. But when someone is uber serious, we just wait. We wait for anything that makes them look stupid. (laughs) And we savor it, like sadistically say, you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen so many people that just walk in and they act like oh, I'm the Uber Don, male, female doesn't matter, and we see them, and then they'll like, dr- like swing their flogger and wrap around their own fucking head, and you know there's something stupid, <laughs> and we're all just like, ah, you fucking ass, it's great. Yeah. You just reminded me that yeah, we didn't lose the crowd, which we that was the other cool thing. I actually made her stand up at a certain point and look around the room when I realized. Fuck, there must have been 20 people. I mean, there were people even just on kneeling down in the middle of what's normally the walkway, because I told you where we were in the room. Right. Everyone was watching the scene. I'd say, do you realize everyone's watching you right now, Princess? I mean, it was like a very kind of humiliating kind of like, <laughs> it was hot. Yeah. I like it. I like that. Bed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on Bed Life. When they're getting love nutrition. Love nutrition. I still don't really. It wasn't the greatest jingle I ever read, but it was, you know. It was <laughs> it's an odd 
phrase. Love, love nutrition. Okay. If, if it works for you, Boogie. I said, well, I've said that to her, and I'm like, bitch, you need your love nutrition. And then I went, oh, I'm going to write a jingle oh, like right I'm now. Stuck. I have I, to write I, it. I was going to go for a walk. I was going to pick up the goddamn guitar and write a love <laughs> you nutrition damn jingle. damn creative people. God damn it. All right. Everything stops for jingles, I guess. Yes, it does. This is a post written by Sebastian called On Femdom and the Value of Gendered Spaces. He says, in the past, I've embraced a number of really toxic beliefs about, quote, getting women. Having partners was a matter of presenting in such a way as to convince women to be with you. Now, I did learn that you don't put pressure on your partner for things they aren't comfortable with, and I judged those who did, but not because I saw that kind of pressure as abusive. It was simply because girls don't like that. But despite the cishet masculine face I presented, My interests as a sub have remained constant throughout my life. My attraction was ever towards those who carried dominance and power, but that attraction ran so utterly counter to everything I had ever seen, so opposed to how men and women just are, that it was beyond considering. So I trundled on, viewing the seeking of relationships in the same way a primitive shaman might view a divine ritual. Put on this outfit, perform these preparations, go through exactly these steps, And if your dark secrets and techniques are of sufficient quality, the gods might deign to bless your harvest this season, which frankly is hysterical. So he continues in this manner. I'm just going to interject here and paraphrase. He he gets more and more frustrated and exhausted with the whole process um, because basically everything involves burying or hiding or discarding his actual interests or feelings. Eventually, he goes out into the kink world. He tries some things that don't work, some things that do work, goes to his first munch, starts attending parties. And he ends up going almost exclusively to all femdom events. And this is how he finishes his post. Now, I attended general events, of course, but the femdom spaces were ever my preferred and most at-home communities. So this finally brings me to the point of my writing. What made those events so much more my own spaces? Certainly, they were within my niche, but that wasn't the core of it. It was because the femdom spaces I found absolutely destroyed every frustrating notion I had ever grown to resent about typical masculine expectations and dating culture. Everything I had an interest in as a sub had a negative connotation in masculine culture. Just being submissive in general runs totally counter to the male ideal of the assertive, suave, in-control guy. The notion of sex as a form of conquest, so deeply ingrained in much of the male identity, had no ground here. I have always loved the general spaces. The endless variety is what makes the kink community so bottomlessly fantastic. But for me, those femdom-gendered spaces felt most like home because they spoke to my experience. One-size-fits-all can be comfortable, but few things compare to something well-fitted to you. Spaces that speak to common but specific experience will always fail to reach those who don't share it. But for those who do, almost nothing fits better. Doesn't it make you think? Absolutely. I love this post, and this is one that particularly tore me up inside to just tear it apart like I normally have to. to It was was a little little longer. It was a lot longer than that. But he actually did, uh, he went into greater detail and explained very well how how far he went in trying to fit into that role. And doing it from a, a, a very... A benign place like he says I, I wasn't really trying to fool anyone I just was trying to learn what the rules were this is what you do you treat them well because this is what they like and this is what you get at the end of it and the reason I chose this post was because lately I, I would say maybe in the last five or eight years 
specific uh, play spaces that are geared toward only specific groups, specific age groups, specific um, orientations have come under fire. Uh, because they're seen as being as segregated, uh, you know, separate, very yeah. negative connotations to these, and I've never understood that. I've always loved those spaces. For me, in particular, being in all women's spaces has been great. Being in femdom spaces has been great, and I never understood what the pushback was. Why people got offended because they weren't allowed in those spaces? First of all, why would you want to be in those spaces? Yeah, if that's if, not your- if, exactly. And why would you deny someone else having that? And in reading this post, I, I thought he, he's, he's really explained it very eloquently. This, this is the reason why. When you, some people will say it's not, a, it's not very balanced to have that. There should be more balance in a party and to say you people are not allowed but you people are isn't balanced. But for him, this is the balance. He has lived the majority of his life and in not a terrible space but an uncomfortable space. For him to immerse himself in a space in which femdom is the main theme running through all of it and everybody there understands it and loves it is the balance. He's balancing his life and getting there what he does not get in the regular everyday living of life. Kathy? Uh, Yes, Boogie? I enjoy your point of view. (laughs) But? No, I... We've talked about this. This is. I'm glad we, we brought this length. up because it yeah. has. It has. It hasn't uh, been something that we've talked about uh, in a while because we haven't been attending a lot of dungeon events uh, to where to where we're exposed to niche parties and stuff like that. And of course, there's like littles parties, you know, adult age playing parties and rope parties and you know, femdom parties and you know, different part men's only parties, women's only parties, and we we. When we're in it, we definitely understand because we have a variety. So it's easier to to see the benefit because we also see the balance because the majority of the parties are pansexual, come as you are, play as you are. And a lot of the points that I would make is, is I always come to the conclusion that I love the idea that uh, people say I am – a femdom, I'm a male submissive, I, we should have a party that uh, opens the doors and focuses primarily on that. Um, I, I'm a big supporter of that. I'm also a big supporter of people having their own rules, whatever their rules for their party are, as long as everything's consensual and legal. Um, absolutely. If, if you want people to wear funny hats with llama dicks on top of them, then, you and the llama dick then, that's, then that's cool. And I've shared that before on the the show. And so when I read this, I'm like, well, I totally understand. Um, the for our area, a lot of the cis het male, this is how men are all that way, hasn't really been as true in the community in Los Angeles, at least in my experience, in probably quite a while. Like, it's balanced out a lot more because there are so many uh, switches and male submissives, especially in the last, like, five, seven years. Switches are just literally now, I would say, almost over 50% of the attendees. So it's a lot more embraced the fact that men want to bottom to either men or women or not, you know, theys or, or whatever. So when I hear that post... From my point of view, I'm trying to think, where is this? Where is this place that is still very 
aggressive on to be to get a woman you must act you know like the 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 macho fabio whipping hair chest dominant guy yeah but to be clear maybe i didn't make it clear in the reading because i cut out too much all that that he explains about those roles that he took on happened before he gets into the king community right so this is he's describing his experience in uh the everyday living of life in the 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 normal community in the normal rule. And and we do and that I definitely agree. The media obviously still portrays uh a lot of that that male male in control, you know, kind of thing. But, but let me is, be clear, I have no problem with that at all. Sure. Uh, it, that is the majority. But what do you of, do if that's not if that's not the dynamic that you're desiring? And I absolutely right. believe uh in what you say that having a place like a femdom party or, or those types of munches groups and so forth absolutely believe that is critical to feeling comfortable in your own skin to where you don't have to pretend or follow some social norms. The thing that I have always found to be a negative about niche parties is when the people that attend those parties only go to those parties because you don't discover anything new. I continuously go back to the fact that I was way more uh, homophobic. I was way more transphobic. I was way more switchphobic. I was way more into so many of my religious macho Christian programming prior to being forced into experiences with people that are doing things different than me. And if I would have just gone to uber het male, uh, you know, female weak submissive. Um, parties, I never would have grown because I never would have been exposed to all these amazing people that do things different than I do. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I think you're viewing, though, that from your very specific experience. And there are some women I know who absolutely will not go to a party unless it is a femdom party. They and that's have, your choice. They have zero I just think interest you're, I just, in going to any other kind of party for whatever re- reason, whether it's triggering them, whether they've tried it and realized, yep, yeah, not for me, I'm out of there. Um, it, but what are we doing at our parties as a community? Now we're going to the community. What are we doing at our pansexual parties that is alienating uh, somebody like, a, like, say, a female dominant? What are we doing at that party that is so alienating that they cannot play with their Why male submissive at the party. Why do they have to be alienated? Why does a, someone have to be alienated in order to prefer a femdom party? They don't have to feel alienated. They just have to like that space more. But what? once again, I go back to the fact that you absolutely do whatever, the, whatever you want. Live your life however you want. What I'm interjecting is you're missing out on a lot of things that may get you past... I have gotten past insecurities and hang-ups and my sexuality and my developing sexuality that is now completely nothing I ever figured it would be, because specifically because I forced myself to be in situations where I was around these people. Not everybody wants to force themselves the way you do. Well, okay. It's great that you grew, but then some of those people, they went to those parties and they didn't like them and they found what they liked. I'm sure there's some people that said, I'm never going to those. I just don't want to. But I think, or I'm guessing a majority of them, have tried other parties, and they just don't like those vibes. So they go with what 
they like. And I think what you're describing is true of any area in life in which you're not exploring. I am absolutely 100% guilty of this. There are many times I have opportunities in front of me and I don't take them because of my fears or my insecurities. Um, I am not a perfect human being. I never will be. And I have beaten myself up my entire life for not, and continue to do so for not being better, smarter, whatever it is I'm supposed to be. But in the, in the end, li- your life is yours to live. And there are things that you absolutely love. And there is no reason whatsoever uh, for you to, after a long, hard work week, deciding to do what the fuck you want to do because it makes you feel good. And sometimes the, uh, what ends up happening is, fine, my, my, the expansion of my mind and my experiences will fall victim to this because I just want to go and enjoy my weekend. And I, once again, do what you want. But as somebody who, for myself, is on a show that is trying to expand people's minds and trying to get them to see outside of themselves and to more self-actualize. I'm not I'm not saying everyone can do whatever the fuck they want on the weekend, but what I'm addressing You're just is saying the, consider doing this. I'm saying yeah, I'm saying this is there is so much to facing some fears. Okay, fine, you don't go to you go to the Femdom party 75 times. Try an adventure in life because how do you really know that what's at the end isn't going to in fact make you happier, more peaceful, more serene, more tolerant, less hung up, less miserable in your life because you're so focused on just, well, I just don't want to learn anything about myself. So I just want to do what I like and I just want to stay in this little box. My job and I'm taking my job because that's what I do. Look, it's my microphone. I bought it. I'm going to say it get the fuck out of your calm space get the fuck out of your little your little sheep box and try some shit that's gonna make you possibly happier because that's what it's done for me do it if you want that's my rant i will tell drop you the mic that, don't that drop I bought. the mic don't drop the mic it's the only one we have it's true god damn it speaking as a bitter angry past volunteer the community can go fuck itself and do whatever the hell it wants and go to hell in a handbasket is not my responsibility to make them expand their horizons. They can go to hell for but all But this I is care. our community. I don't care about this community. This is part for the podcast community. No, I I'm not love talking about the that. listeners, but if they want to go to a femdom party for the rest of their lives, then more power to them. I'm not saying they can't, but I'm going to suggest they don't. Anthony needs the mic. I was just like... Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I know that there are some uh, femdoms who don't go to parties because what they like to do that they're submissives is st- still yucked in a lot of situations, like especially like CBT. Um, like you go to more of a, like a pansexual party, it's not going to be as accepted. But like at a femdom party, it's going to be a lot more accepted. And so they're, like, I understand the idea of going and playing at other parties, but I, I've also went and played at a different club during on a swingers night. And cause I was, it was something that I hadn't really experienced before. And it was one of the most uncomfortable play experiences I have ever experienced. So it's, I, I understand the idea of going to parties to expand your, your horizons. But it, it, if, if it's something that's not going to make you happy, 
then I, I don't think you should force Not yourself. arguing that point, okay. but did you look at yourself and say, what about this made me uncomfortable? This is the shit I get into. That, yes, everything is for fun and whatever, but we can't say that our journey into our sexuality isn't some learning process where we may discover other things about ourselves. So, yeah, I wasn't comfortable there. Are we spending time going, why? What did what power did I give this individual or was it everyone in the room? Because that's what happens a lot of times. You go and there's one or two people that give you a dirty look and then you're like, this place sucks. Did everyone at that place give you a dirty look? Did everyone make you feel marginalized? Did everyone say your CBT was wrong? What is it? Are we spending time? I'm going to just go ahead and encourage people to take that extra look at what bugs them about being around other people that do things differently than them. Um, I want to circle it back to the the, the actual poster. Um, I am guessing that this poster is an older poster. Um, one of the things I um, and and I relate to that. I, I'm over fifty, and when I came into the scene twenty five, twenty six years ago, there was no internet. And so my exposure to the scene was through Pro Dungeons, which were very much more, there were switches, there were submissives, there were tops. And I played all of that back then. Um, I've gone much more toppy since I've been in our scene. But I I can tell you, um, just my own personal experience, having told people the story I just told you at some of um, the parties, I have actually gotten that, oh, yuck, I would never do that kind of thing, the submissive part of it. There is this, especially if you're older and you grew up much more in the kind of attitudes that he highlights in his post. Um, you're really, the, a lot of people carry a lot of guys, I'm talking about now, heterosexual guys carry a lot of shame about that. I, I, and I, my hat's off to the younger generations. I think it is a generational thing. I think a lot of the younger people I know in their 20s and their late teens are much more comfortable with that, and they don't carry a lot of that baggage those of us who are older came up with. And let's be honest. I mean, I can go pretty much every weekend to multiple parties that are pretty much my demographic, toppy males and uh, submissive females primarily. There aren't that many niche parties. And, 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 and I, I applaud Boogie's um, self-esteem. You really have a lot of it. I mean, you don't let someone doing that kind of shit to you bother you. For some people, that's really fucking devastating. Just one person at a party yucking your thing. That's enough to ruin it. And so there needs to be a safe space. And that's what these are, in my opinion. I've always viewed them as safe spaces. And they're one out of very few parties that maybe just isn't my party. And I don't begrudge that at all. I mean... A heterosexual white male born in the latter half of the 20th century, they're a pretty fucking good deal for me. You know, I, I, I don't feel like aggrieved in any way, you know. Let them have the femdom exactly. party. It's, I mean, fuck, I, man. I don't need to be invited. I don't need to top at a femdom party. Right. By the way, that swinging microphone is going to end up hurting someone I've seen I several said. times now where it almost hits They'll get used the to face. it. We'll put some bean bags on it or something. Hey, Dell, are you in the chat room? Is that what you're doing? What's going on in there? Yep, I'm in the chat room. Are you telling them what we're talking about? Is yes. That what? what are they saying? Um, one, they suggested Sharknado. And two... That's what I want to hear from the chat <laughs> room. Where's PP October, the one half? The what? <gasps> PP. See, yeah, we met... Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Tell, them, tell, them, tell them what happened. Uh, the first week... The first week... We forgot, yeah. you and I. Yeah. The second week, you forgot. Yeah. 
and so, so we're, we're going to do two. We're going to do two weeks uh, in November. Yeah, in the car. Tell and them. Apologize. We, them. we will apologize. Tell them we're old Ouch. and our hearts are cold. I knew they would notice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good jingle. I was, I was chatting and I I started to type Kingster, and my phone autocorrected to Minister. And I thought that was kind of ironic. It's hot. Yeah. It's some yeah. 50s household shit. You need to put our jingle, yours and I, our, what, we our are theme old? song. Yeah, it's some, put it up there so that we can do it more often. Well, it was a good post. We did spend a long time, but it was I was a great topic. So thanks, everybody, for weighing in. Good stuff. And thank you so much to Sebastian for giving us permission to talk about all that craziness. Are we doing PP mail now? Yes, we are. We got some mail, and we're going to read it. Perverted mailbox, because you need it. Yeah! That's my favorite. Not as good as Love Nutrition, huh? No, Love Nutrition sucks. Okay. Love Nutrition. I just think if you listen to it seven more times. Love Nutrition. Like a junkie needs a fix to calm their addiction. Love Nutrition. You gotta eat a lot of pussy because you need some Love Nutrition. Uh. <laughs> I believe that is your school hot house rock submission for the show. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you just see Mew? Yeah, she put her thumbs down. Mew just gave a thumbs down she's, she's on like, Daddy's eh. Jingle. This is Our relationship has changed so much. She got accepted to med school. She's just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck your music. So are they going to top you now? Huh? Yeah, yeah. They're going to top you now? Yeah, yeah. They're going to try then, but it's not going to work. In the ravioli? What? All right, Raul wrote to us. Raul. Raul. I love that name. He says, NASA is sending an easy-bake oven to outer space. It's specifically designed to bake cookies, one cookie at a time. The article said they're getting the dough from Hilton Hotel. Boring. I'm forwarding this link to you in the event you might want to Uh, research this and get pussy cookies into outer space. Yes. Hilton cookies are stale, dry, and boring. Pussy cookies are sweet, chewy, delicious, and always oozing with the moist. That is so... I didn't see that. That is so correct. Could you imagine the international ties we would create... With Russia, China, everyone up to the International Space Station, you eat some pussy cookies. No, Boogie. That would be amazing. This is great cookie. I love America. This is good. This came from vagina, right? I love this pussy cookie. That's what, that's, that's literally would create peace among the world peace pussy cookies will bring world peace i tell you what if you gave fucking pussy cookies to isis they'd be like all right it is a good cookie i guess i'm not a fucking we're putting the knives down yeah i just can't be a terrorist (laughs) anymore because that is amazing you actually had the cookie dough in her pussy i wonder if and then they'll have some conflicts you know mentally and be like yeah can i really can i really hate this it's a fucking cookie who hates a cookie? What terrorist hates a fucking cookie? I just hate that you created pussy cookies to begin with because they have a long fucking life, and I'm never going to hear the. Well, end the of actual these cookie things. doesn't have a long life. You know, just we don't want to, you know, get people <laughs> sick. <laughs> see what I'm saying? You just, you know, you put it in con, you wrap it in plastic, you put it in condoms, you fuck them with it. They come, you pull it out, you take the dough out, you put it on a tray, you make a cookie. That's a pussy cookie. Mm-hmm. Has a song. I'll play it sometime. But those cookies should be in. Sp- could they you could. They should be in outer like, Could you imagine that? Yeah. Could you imagine the pride we would have as perverted podcast 
to be like, and today in outer space, they made pussy cookies. Pride Pussy really. cookies in outer space. Space, 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 space. <laughs> the only thing that would make it better is if they had a Kermit puppet giving the pussy cookie to oh, yes. like the Russians or you know the Canadians or Kermit. something. Kermit. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, have some pussy cookies. <laughs> Piggy. These are from Piggy's pussy. These are from Piggy's pussy. <laughs> Oh, my God. And they would taste like bacon. Oh, my God. Piggy puggy, pussy cookies. Piggy. P- piggy pussy cookies. Piggy. 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 <laughs> Why are there so many songs about pussy cookies? No, Boogie. That's it. Don't ruin Kermit and the Muppets for me. <laughs> oh, he's been ruined a long time. All right. And let's talk about that. What? Let's talk about Kermit and fucking Piggy. The first fucking... Female dominant male sub relationship in history of television. She did give him a lot of hayas. That Kurt, Piggy, he was in service to her. He was submissive to her. She was dominant of him. That is the first example of a female dom, male submissive. Kids accept it. It has been accepted throughout. I don't know what nobody's talking about. You, everyone agree with me? Think about it. That was a female dom male sub fucking Muppet relationship. I didn't see too many balls being kicked or any shit like that going on. Well, it was on a children's show, you fucking creeper. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. Maybe some door. shit was done behind. That's a pretty big leap for your average eight-year-old. You, you just... True. I'm sure eight-year-olds were like, "That's that's a, that that woman is in control." Please stop. Piggy is I in control. I, I think Lucy for My Love Lucy was a bit aggressive sometimes. I think she she might was bratty. Lucy was uh, a brat. She was, and Ricky, Ricky tried spanked to, her a couple of times. Yeah, it was fucking that hot. Was. Of course, they were those shitty '50s spankings yeah. where they kind of ah ah. Like you watch early Betty Page. Like when Betty Page, and of course, don't we obviously you know all hail Betty Page. Because she is awesome, and who doesn't wish they could go in a time machine that's that wants women that like? If you had Marilyn Monroe or Betty Page, who would you want to go back in time to fuck? Betty Page. Thank you, thank you, Jesus Christ. Anyone else? Yeah, I'd have to say Betty Page. Betty Page. Yeah. Who? Betty Page. These two don't know what, I mean, I know what we're talking about. Oh really? My God, these kids. I, I know who Betty Page is. wasn't ever, wasn't ever like a fantasy or anything. I don't know what that. But if you had to fuck one of them, which one would it be? Wow! Don't don't. Oh wow! That's moving on. Is moving there, on. Is this Marilyn in the last couple of years with a lot of pills or early Marilyn? Early which, Marilyn. All right. Trashy fucking loaded midwife fucking Marilyn no! was actually pretty hot. I still take Betty because you know you know she's gonna do whatever. You know she's probably fun like fine. No, fuck this me is in the some ass. like it hot Marilyn. Yeah, so that was way too plastic. Yeah, no, just, I didn't yeah. oh, Mr. That. President, you know, that's no, it. it wasn't. Yeah, just just, eh, the, just the curly Mick Jagger lip. That's where Mick Jagger got his fucking lip from. Was early seven years. Can some I go on like to the hot, second uh, email, please? Betty second Page. One. By the way, you yeah. want the real dominant relationship in the fifties of the time you're talking? Was Ralph Cramden really in charge of that relationship? Yeah, I don't think he was. No, he absolutely was yeah. not. No, she was in charge. So there are lots of examples. He of he talked big talk, you know, to the moon, but he never. Really yeah, yeah, never no. did. Okay, okay, what's the next what one going on? What's the next? This one is from Zara, who says, "Hi, PP peeps. I was listening to the podcast from two weeks ago, and I just wanted to say 
super chicken. <laughs> you know the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I understood I that. know. <laughs> I know. Just the desperation in that poor fucking lion's voice. Shall I go on? To the super coop, Fred. He says, I understood that reference. I've never seen the episodes, but my dad does the same thing and just randomly breaks into singing the intro. I'm only 28, so not everyone under 33 is lost. Also, Boogie, I love your Pokemon exploits. I know I get behind a lot, but every time you mention that Pokemon you're after, I know how far back I am when I'm binge listening. <laughs> He's basically tracking it's how tracking. far back I keep, is. I keep the kids. It's my, it's my secret Pokemon Go channel. Is that what it is? Yeah, because you watch all the regular Pokemon channels, and they're all it's like very family-friendly, and they don't cuss or whatever. And then there's you. Then there's me, Pogo Sandy. And then there's Maud. Buck, 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 buck. He says, thanks for continuing the show even during rough patches. I love listening to you guys, especially during Destiny 2 gaming sessions. It makes for better sounds than just the same old dialogue and gun sound effects. I guess we... Wow, that was pretty bad. Better alternative to the guns. Come on, Kathy, let's have a gun battle with each other. You ready? I can't do gun sounds. I like how yours has like the ricochet sound. That it is has the, a, the pew, a pew. very Han Solo laser kind of. Yeah, yeah, you are. Def- I would say, uh, Anthony, uh, you are a cinematographer of the group. You know, as far as it's good. It's good. It's good. We can fix it in post. <laughs> oh, that is so true. There are so many things that you're like, if I just take out this mid range, that all of a sudden cram the bass, throw a compressor on it. Anything else in the chat room, Dell? Before we go on. They're very focused on the uh, res- inclusive or restrictive parties. They're oh. just, it's a giant thing a now. See what you started, Boogie. Okay, I have tried to tell Dell to not give them discussions of I what we're talking. I don't think you've actually ever said that. No, you haven't. I, can't, I think I no, have. No, okay. you haven't. You ask what they're saying about stuff. No, no, you've no, literally I, done that. I, I've said that it is better for the chat room to not necessarily get, because we want something no. different. No. Can I just say something? Don't, okay, well, I'm don't, saying it now. Don't take just, just get them to the chat room. Just you haven't asked about chat about. room in like two months. Well, yes. I because you, it's where they're just yeah. talking about what we're Let talking Dale about. Let Dale deal with the chat room. He can do we whatever like he wants it when in they there. come in. What was the thing you said they said before that they suggest Sharknado. That's mm-hmm. the the comic relief we need. We need to hear their okay, weird. Okay, only funny is no serious. No, 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 just weird shit. Don't tell them what we're talking about. Just say what kind of fucked up shit you guys have, and then that way it gives us like a little relief to where we can change. Because a lot of times we used to go off on on different tangents because they would talk about random stuff. So I want to get that. tell them what we're talking about, Dell. Tell them whatever you want. I'm sorry. Whatever. That's I'm just making the suggestion because I've, <laughs> I've apparently suggestion. never told them that. No. Um, so the the idea of delicate cupcakes came up. And somebody's retort was more like a souffle than a cupcake. Jar, jar them enough that they deflate. What the hell are delicate cupcakes? Like, like a souffle is like an like it, it it has to like deflate. There, are you way. happy? This so is like, the kind of stuff that you get when you try and dictate to the chat room what they should talk about. I love it. No, I love I love inflated souffle cakes. No, I like Let it. Dale I like, do his. Thing. I like it better than them talking about what we're talking about. How do you? No, you never. Because he just said they're to, they're talking about how what many we're times talking in the about. past have they talked about what we're talking about? You didn't even know it because you didn't acknowledge. The well, track. I'm gonna start. We're in a place now 
Dell has a specific spot. There's a swivel mic there. You know what this and is reminding me of? And now we're going to get back what? Half a PP. You and I argue on half a PP. All the entire freaking show is you and I argue. Kathy, I think. Half a peepee, you just realized that this is what we do, but no. we've been doing it for 230 no. episodes. So it's like, like a regular this. episode, but you cut out all the other stuff. And we're See, driving. Thank you. And we're driving. There's and no we're driving. Yes, Dale. <laughs> There's one thing about Mew, but they can't do it if you know it. So if they look at chat, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've just been overstepped here. Yes, you have. See, what happens when you try and dictate? It was a thing with a plunger. Oh, yeah, see, look now, I like that. Wait a minute, on me? (laughs) Wait a minute, hang on a sec. I was like, so I get a plunger. Who used to do that? We never had him on the show. I won't say his name. But, um, no, I know who exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to wear the Ming the Merciless uh, jacket rope guy. Really, really. I've seen them around. They still have a plunger. Yeah, and uh, he's good. You know, he has like all the different size plungers and plunging plates. It's like cupping, but much larger. Yeah, it's like cupping, and then you can like if you if you you know get it wet and stick it in, you can actually drag them around for a little while. And actually, that's what I did. Oh my god, that's what I did last night with uh, fucking Bunny and Mew. It was amazing. I human floggered him because I did. You know, we hadn't done rope in a long time, so I put uh, chest harnesses on both of them because Bunny doesn't like her hands bound. So I had chest harness, and then I make handles in the back, rope handles, and then you can kind of move them around. And I Bunny doesn't like her hands bound. No, no, no. Oh. She doesn't like. She needs to have her hands free. So, and sometimes she's okay with it. She's like, "I trust you. I know you're going to take care of me." There's a safety scissors, whatever. You know, a little bit of prep, and she can do it. But it, we hadn't played in a long time, so I'm like, "Let's not fucking fuck with shit." But I had her handled, and and I had a Bunny bent over the bed, which was sexy. And I had Mew by the handle, and I'm all human flogger, and I swing. Her arms, I go, make your arms floppy. And she makes her arms floppy, and I start swinging her back and forth, and she starts smacking Bunny's ass with her floppy arms, and it just sounded so good. It was good. It hurt her hands. Why is Mew frowning? Because it hurt her hands. You hurt Mew. Well, yeah, oh, I do that. Boogie. It's a sadomasochistic kind of place. Poor Mew. Look, she's so, Oh, now, now she just got pity from you, so now she's grinning. <laughs> but it was awesome. <laughs> Human floggers. Someone used to do that. The guy that made the blown glass handles. I, I forget his name, too. But he made uh, handles that you actually bind. I have one of them. And you can. Uh, it's a glass handle, but it has rings in it. And then you can do a bondage thing and then actually have a handle so you can drag your bottom around. And that's where I originally got the idea from. Cool. Of course, that was a very expensive, fancy, blown glass thing. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go ahead and press the next thing. I'm just excited, Kathy. I can tell. Plus, I'm gassy and I'm... Trying to just we not, need to get out of here. Not doing that. We're not precise. We don't have lice, and we are not always nice. But we're here if you need some fucking advice. All right, this is an email we received from Spanky D thirty three. Spanky D. Spanky D. Who says I am a new listener thanks to hearing you on the Thinking Atheist. Yay! Welcome. You'll be leaving soon. And I need some advice. I don't think so after this. Well, maybe the advice might be bad. Uh -uh. He says, I am deeply in love with my wife of 13 years. She is my goddess. At least I think so, although she rolls her eyes at me when I say so. We've been trying to spice things up a bit, and she recently read the Fifty Shades trilogy. Oh, my God. And has become a bit more adventurous. But she holds back and isn't willing to push my limits. Now, I admit that they are high. We have a, and I don't know how to pronounce this, a Delrin cave, Del, Delrine cane. 
it's Let's that just say really it's, it's, hard, it's a hard thin ass black game. plastic that right. is okay, really so difficult notice, to break. Yeah. Yeah, break. yeah. She says, and if I'm lucky, she might give me 100 lashes. 100. Can I just interject here that, yes, your limits are very uh, yeah, high. You're, 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 That's you're, high, You definitely got some, some stamina. He says, but I need more. She gets squeamish when she starts raising welts and marks and has a real problem with the idea of, quote, punishing me or making me beg. I really want her to go harder and push my limits and be turned on by it. Now, I have to interject here because when I read that, I was like, ah. my first thought was, not asking for much, are you, buddy? Yeah. You want to raise welts and you want her to like it. But and I want you to squirt chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream out of your cooch onto a cone for me to eat. Not asking for much. Yeah, not asking. Uh, now, but I will say that I changed my mind when I read on because he does. He gives this one example about how he's not into nipple play, but she likes it a lot. Right. But because she gets off on it, he in turn gets himself off, even though it's not his thing. He gives this as an example to explain that he, he believes her, he, that she she first of all she has a reference point, so sure. she understands what he's at saying, right? And that he believes that she can that he can possibly find a way to turn her around. Sure. He's not trying sure. to make her do something sure. she doesn't want to do. Okay, he says, how can I help her enjoy it so she is turned on by me getting off on it? How do I get her to understand that lots of marks and bruises and even some cuts are a good thing, not a bad thing? And I will say that this part was really good. He says that he is very expressive in telling her that it's, it's really making him hot. But she doesn't seem to understand that this is very intimate for me, and it makes me feel very close to her. It's me making myself totally vulnerable to her. How can I make it more appealing to her or incentivize her to go harder and longer and leave some significant marks? Yeah. All right, you can go first. <laughs> you know, you pew 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 pew. pew, pew. <laughs> It's about the journey, not the destination. That was a good. That was a good gun battle. Uh, Post production. We'll only get. Go so we'll get. Far. <laughs> Thanks. Can only go so far. At some point, you're like, you guys are fully fired. Suck. You guys suck it fully. I'll tell you how amazing that would be if you like put up like an old Clint Eastwood western, and then you and I voiceovered all the gun battles. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, people. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> amazing no but be good be like mystery science theater or something okay i have a lot of thoughts on this uh, and the first thought is oh slow down there cowboy just slow down you started this with she just picked up the 50 shades of gray and now i want you to push my limits beyond 100 lashes and raise welts and understand that my service to you and my submission and the power exchange and all of the things and what what I heard missing was there's some attempts at communication, but you are really getting the cart ahead, like way ahead of the horse as far as what her headspace has to be. She said, you said it makes her feel uncomfortable to get to this eye and the idea. What was the thing that made uh, her uncomfortable? Uh, uh, when he she get pushes him to the point where he's begging her to right 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 that 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 she has not wrapped her head around that type of power exchange, and that is absolutely fine for somebody who just picked up Fifty Shades of Grey, which doesn't really dis, uh, explain the intimacy of that type of intense power exchange. She's probably never looked at herself in that relationship and that power exchange with you, but she is 
willing to play with you. She is willing to experiment. And this time is so fucking critical that you do not blow her out of the goddamn water with this. That you don't make her shut off or feel bad that what she's doing isn't good enough. Are you? And we talk about this all the time to new people. You have to make sure that you are validating her 10 times more than you are suggesting that you need more because bottoms always want more in a place saying I could have gone more I could have taken more I could have taken more you're right you can a, a masochist can almost always take more we understand that and that's your desire and it's a valid desire but you are asking somebody who has never experienced that level of intensity in their own mind to do to the person that they're in a long-term relationship with. And if you do not validate them every step of the way, they will start to feel shitty about themselves. Why am I doing this thing that makes me feel uncomfortable? It, fuck it. I'm just not going to do anything because obviously I'm not doing it right. So make sure that you are validating. And then the other thing is, is, the communication has to improve. We have to get away from the play, get away from the hitting, get away from that. It's hot and it turns you on, but validate her on what that does for the connection you guys have in your relationship. But, you know, I, very good points. I will say that validating will only go so far if sure, that sure. isn't already in her. Right. If somewhere inside of her, there's a part that you can access and be have that part come out that enjoys that, then his endeavors at trying to incentivize her are uh, going to bear fruit if, as you say, he goes slow and he does it the right way. But no amount of incentivizing is going to get her to go harder if it's just not in her. Right. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to say is you did bring up a good point that Fifty Shades of Grace, you just started to read it. That's not exactly a good example of a consensual, <laughs> healthy DS relationship. And that may be your biggest problem right there, is that if that's what she's using, then she's a very smart woman to say, I don't want to go where these people went, because that is fantasy, that is pornography, it is not real life. And I've read all three of those books. And that's not consensual, non-consensual. He does not, he takes a tremendous amount of liberties with that character. And um, it is not a good example of what you should be doing. If that's what she's reading, she is right to think that's abusive and I don't want to take the man I love into that place. So good point. Ooh, that good. is, it, good. you know, get her away from Fifty Shades of Grey and get her either into the community or if she's not comfortable there, simply attending munches and classes because there she's going to meet real people who can go into detail about what the mind frame of a person is like who loves to be hurt by someone they love. It's not easy, as you said, to wrap your mind around that that kind of play. Um, I've said this a couple of times on the show when I've talked about creative explorer pushing me hard and making me cry and really hurting me and me saying it, it seems contradictory. It's, it doesn't make really a lot of sense. Why would I want someone to hurt me? And why would he want to do that? How can that make us closer? I get it. It's difficult to understand. You will only understand it if you go through it yourself. But number one, in my opinion, is get her away from those fucking books. They are, they are what is messing up her head. If you have any hope of getting to a part of her that wants to do what you want her to do, uh, find some other examples for her to read other than those fucking books. I like that. It's yeah. good. 
Good point. Yes, Anthony. Yeah, no, I loved what, what Kathy said. I was thinking it, too. I, I don't know where they are, but if they're anywhere near a community, there's so much to be gained just by going and observing um, and possibly even meeting someone that can help guide her through that. I can know from my own experience as a top early on in, in the scene where I met you guys, um, talking to someone that was more experienced and was kind of known as a sadist, and I would play with women that wanted more, and I wasn't comfortable getting there yet, and I talked right. to them about it. And it's really one of those things that the, the more familiar you are with it, the more times you play. And I don't know what the time frame on his entire post. How recently did you yeah, read how, the books yeah, and how many so times has it been a played? month? Has this been a yeah. year? Yeah, but I really know. think getting other more experienced people, even if you're just watching them, if you want to have discussions with them, it also occurred to me that this could go sideways. So I don't know. Take this with a grain of salt. But even the right professional dom, the right, not the wrong, and there's a lot of just in it for the money, right? But, sure, sure. But certainly we know pro doms that are also in the lifestyle and are very wonderful. Um, but any any first-person experiential things where you, you're, you're drawing on the experience of other people, not just the two of you, would be much more helpful, I think, than books like that one. Absolutely. Yeah. The first time that I saw a very extreme kind of edge play at the club – um, I wasn't squeamish about it, uh, but I did look at it from um, the outside thinking, yikes, that's never going to be me. I'm never sure, going to sure. go that far because I simply do not understand it. I watched this couple. I watched their aftercare. I saw them later sitting on a couch, laughing together, hugging each other, holding each other. That alone made me much more amenable to ex- going down that path and possibly experimenting. If I hadn't seen that kind of connection, and that's all it took. I mean, I'm not saying that that's, that's all you need to see and then you can go back home and, and get started again. But being in the presence of real people who interact and they have real lives and they have kids and they have jobs and they come to the club to do this and they only get to do this once a month, you're going to see couples and, and how they deal with it in real life how how much, how intimate they are just it, watching their interaction it just goes a long way it it will tear out of your head any uh bad expectations you have of it if you if you're lucky enough to be in that community like i said we don't know where this guy is or um how at long the, they've at been at the very at it, least going on fet life and getting involved in groups that have that dynamic and and having uh, this guy's partner finds some mentorship uh, online, which is very readily available in these Fet Life groups. There are always people there that are willing to give some answers and stuff. Maybe not completely take you under their wing, but um, and, and maybe you'll be lucky enough to find someone that that has some good advice. You know, obviously get more than one opinion. Uh, but there there are sources that are obviously better than Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, no, it's true. Um, this is one area in which your suggestion, Boogie, to get out there and expand your horizons is absolutely something they need to take into uh, account because um, there is, in my opinion, little to no hope of you uh, getting to a place where you're pushing past your boundaries if you're only going to do it in your own bedroom. Sure. It's not going to happen, at least. I mean, maybe if you're incredibly lucky. Yeah, Yeah, you're living in this little echo chamber where all you have in your head is um, what you and your husband are discussing or what you've read in in these fucking books or possibly what you looked online and saw a few other things. 
that there's no uh, replacement for being out there and, and, and just being in the community and watching all this stuff happen around you. None at all, in my opinion. Absolutely. Get out there, man. Get out there. That was get a great some, question, get some, though. That was a solid question. And sad, you know, because you know someone wants something, and I surely, we surely don't want to make you feel like we understand you're impatient. And, and surely, and, and we even talked about this a sec before mm-hmm. the show, how how shitty that is because you're in an exclusive relationship and you only have, you were saying, you only have one, you only have one dominant, you only have one top. So if they aren't able to go where you want to go, obviously that's frustrating, but unless you're going to make an arrangement with your partner that you can go and find another top to do this with, if that is not an option, then you really have to balance out the, the, what you're getting from this relationship Mm -hmm. And be a little more patient. Anything else? Uh, yes. I was going to recommend alternatives of there's the story of O. Okay. There is Anne Rice's Sleeping Beauty series. And there's also what the movie is based on, The Secretary. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm gonna shoot down read- The Secretary because The Secretary was an incredibly dysfunctional relationship. I've seen that movie about 11 times. Story uh, of O and the Sleeping Beauty Chronicles, I've read those also, and they are so far into fantasy that you, they don't compare with anything realistic at all. Sorry. Yeah, Thank but you, at least but- they're not consensual, like bad non-consent. You know what? That's actually very true. That's what I was going for. Sure, sure. Uh, yes. It, Ethically, it is, it even is if it's fantasy. a little bit more ethical Kathy. than, yeah. What? I got an idea. Oh, God. Every time you go, Mr. Cotter. Kathy, I got an idea. What? Wouldn't it be great if he on Pivot Podcast where we talk to people about, you know, how to be more kinky and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be great if we, like, had some sort of list of books that were actually We've legitimate. We've done this before. Wouldn't that be fucking tits? It would if you and I actually read these kind of books. We don't. We literally can't recommend this shit to people because we don't know these Didn't books. Didn't we used to have Natisse come on and she would that read these lasted, books? That lasted, what, and, three episodes? And that yeah, was like, yeah, she got sick of us. No, no, no. <laughs> I miss her. She was awesome. Yeah. It was kind of like Chuck from the first season of Happy Days. He yeah. just kind of <laughs> <just kinda> disappeared. <laughs> Where'd Chuck go? Wow. That was old. <laughs> we are so you old. Pew pew, 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 pew. Remember okay, the post production's gran- on straight now. <laughs> the union. Remember has the granny spoken. panties? Yeah, what happened with the granny? I'm still pan- wearing the granny panties. Okay, but you had come to peace with those, right? You know, I kind, I, I. It, you went the back. The hair is the same thing. Right. I'm starting to realize that I love my hair this short. I love how easy it is to style, and frankly, I love the way it looks. But it's just like the granny panties. It there is a slippery this slope. stigma with it that it doesn't matter how much the granny panties feel good, doesn't matter how, how you know great they are, they're still granny panties, and I can't get them out of my head. And the hair is the same thing. And I'm wondering, is there ever going to come a time where I don't give a shit about the stigma and just do it and wear it because it's what I like and keep my hair this way? I don't think I am because there comes a time when you get older that, and it is an actual moment that you can pinpoint where you say to yourself, I, I think I just became my mother. Uh, I look in the mirror and that's my mom's body and that's my mom's skin and, and that's my mom's hair and I'm wearing my mom's so, granny panties. so kinky. It's just, it's not a good time. You want to wear your mom's skin? It's not a good time in your life when uh, you realize you're your mother. You just turned in, you're just like, poof, someone... And you're your mother. Huh. Yeah. 
And you and because my entire life I thought, oh God, there's so many things I love about my mom, but there's so much that I just never want to be like her. And then one day to realize that you are. If that happens to me, I am jumping off the roof. And then regretting the fact that this is a one. It's a one-story house. house. All I did was sprain your ankle. Yeah. You're going to be like a year to heal that. Anthony shit. doesn't want to be his. God mom. damn it! I became my mother, and now I have a broken leg too. <laughs> a broken ankle. God, I suck. Boy, do these granny panties feel good? Oh, <laughs> feels yeah. so good. Yeah. Okay, I got a, I got a solution. No, there's no solution there's here. Solution. Don't fix it, me. Okay. It's an Adam Sandler solution. Uh, there was some movie Adam Sandler did and he was taking care of a bunch of kids and the kids were making fun of other kids and one kid pissed himself on accident and quick thinking Adam Sandler saw that the kid was going to be eviscerated by all the other kids so he instantly took water and splashed his crotch with it and said I beat my pants too and then all the other kids were like well Adam Sandler's cool so Adam Sandler and this kid peed their pants so all the kids like peed their pants what movie was that? Am I making this up? Are you saying we have to buy granny panties I think for we everybody should in the all room? Why wear granny panties and just have a <laughs> granny panty show? No, it's the one when um, he is learning disabled and he's like getting taught. It's it's. A real it's movie. I only saw one clip. Is it the Water Boy? No, 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 no. I only saw one clip of that, but I thought that was cool. That was a good. Good quick move, yeah, to no. make the kid feel better. Because I used I to do need, shit like that I when I was a camp counselor. I need to come to a place where I, I, I'm letting go of the stigma. Perverted just, podcast, granny panties episode. I'm just, I'm saying, I'll it do is. it. I'll do like nothing. We all wear nothing. If I buy like, you, you wear granny whatever. panties, will you wear them? Fuck yeah, I'll wear them. Okay, I'm going to buy them for you. Why not? I'll wear them. Just make what sure size? they're big. Mia, what size does he wear? Like she knows. <laughs> She you, doesn't even know how to feed herself. You buy her underwear. She doesn't buy you underwear. <laughs> she, she's like literally just sits there on the couch playing fucking RuneScape. I, I don't know. Maybe I should eat. Yeah, you should eat. You haven't eaten in like six hours. Well, what am the I going to do? Billy Madison. What am I going to huh? Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Was that Billy Madison? Yes. Okay, good. Billy Madison. It was a good I'm gonna movie. I'm going to buy you granny panties. I will wear... I'll do a show. I'll I mean, you can't wear mine, but I'll buy you some. That would be hot, They'll too. be pink. That would be hot. Little, Are they... Rose and the Friends. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet. I will sit on this show. The guys okay. will move to another couch or something out of the view. <laughs> Your nuts will be coming My nuts out the will, side. Yeah, because they, you know, they're granny panties, so they're obviously there's nowhere for a package. Uh, bring your own chair that night, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring some saran wrap. Don't put your testicle on Anthony's chair. <laughs> on this wicker chair so the stink will sit there for I, I think day. I heard Kathy say she was going to buy all of us granny panties. If so. you guys all want them, but I'm not buying them if you guys aren't wearing them. Anthony's all, I'm out. <laughs> He's already got his little kid Can thrown. I make devil wear mine? <laughs> no, you have to wear it. No. Okay. okay. I'll do it. I'll just sit do here it. with my belly hanging out and everything. Okay. Granny panties episode. Okay. You can even take pictures and put it on FetLife. It's a deal. Done? Okay. All right. Get, uh, like, I'll go uh, online. Get like extra large. <laughs> just don't get me tight because, you know, I don't want to be uncomfortable no, with it. they're going to be too. tight. <laughs> well, I mean, not too tight. Okay, you not know, too tight. Because they'll, they'll just rip by so my... So size extra small for Dell. <laughs> you just want to look at the package. He's so skinny. What? Me? How dare you insinuate <laughs> That I want to look at your package, Dale. Okay, God, just let us know so we can Men. all we can all bring our own bath towel <laughs> to sit on. I will let you know beforehand so that you guys can be prepared. And then Anthony, we show up and we're like, "Hey, hey, hey! It's Granny Panty episode, Anthony." 
sick of me. Sorry. Open the door. So instead of PJs next month, it will be Granny Panties. Granny Panties fifth show. Monday. It is a fifth Monday. Why don't you tell us this sooner? Next Anthony! month. Next month. Oh, not okay. this month. December. Anthony! Yes, there's uh, a 30th. We're trying to get into the show. He's in the backyard. He's just jumped off the roof, man. This is all, I'm, I'm, just, I'm looking for my HMO card. I got a sprained ankle. I'm not going to be my mom, and you're not fucking wearing granny panties in my house. I work too goddamn hard for this shit. Come on. It's granny panties show. Are no? you done? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yay. That was our show, our very first show in Anthony's what? Castle? Anthony's Castle, I think is good. Okay, that's what we're Can we call it call. Tony's Castle? What the fuck? Tony's Castle, what the fuck? Okay. Fucking A. Fuck a. All right. Tony's what? Castle. Okay, Tony's Coming Castle. Coming here live from Tony's Castle. Okay, but you got to say it like that Fucking every time. Tony's Castle. Yeah, right. I can Joining us in Tony's Castle today were... If he opens the door. Enigma, Dell, and Mew. Woo! If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, that is the end of the show and uh, please make sure that you're uh, calling because it's been good. They've been giving us some stuff. Please. So, I uh, love it. It, it really Keep does help. Every in. time you... Can we do it though without the major Kathy fucking guilt trip? I'm saying, no. not you, but them. because no, like every time to get the fucking guilt every trip. Every time you go up, it's just... It's feast sh- or famine on Perverted Podcast. Either I have a bunch of stuff I tried in the to hopper, avoid this. or I got nothing. I just wanted to see if we could, you know, hype our no. audience. No. To give some shit without you getting no, up their get, ass. No, they'll get shit from me when I feel like giving it to them. Pew, 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 and they pew, love it. Pew, pew, and when pew. we at Kathy on FetLife, so you don't have yes. to do research. I've gotten those, and whenever someone says at Kathy and I use, and I get permission from that poster, I will always say, I got this from this person. Very good. All right. All right, well, I don't even know. Was this show 231? I believe it was. I wouldn't know. I didn't get it right up. Oh, oh man. Mel is a little bitch. Emo? He didn't no, get the Discord no. being sad. Oh, my oh, God. 231, yes. 231. Well, I guess we'll be back next week in Tony's fucking castle. <laughs> Should be Tony's fucking castle. Yeah? Okay, but you All have right. to say it every time. All right. I well, I, it's, it's, like it's now my thing because you took my line. You Hello? can do the closing. That would be great. Well, I used to do the uh, in, you know intro, and then you're like, I got to do the intro now. No, I didn't say I said, let's mix things up. Don't make it sound like I wanted to take you your did. shit away you took from a- Fine, you can have it back. I'll take it back. You will. I will. Whatever. I'll, I'll take mine back. What? Fine. Okay. Fine. Then whatever. you say Tony's fucking castle. No, you. Coming through your life from... T- say it. Coming through your life Coming from Tony's... Coming through your life from Tony's castle. You guys say Tony's fucking... Tony's fucking castle. See, you're... No, you're, you're gonna do it. You're, uh, no, you! Anthony! It's a... It's a <laughs> granny patty show! He's open. never gonna open the door to that. We, ever. We brought girl cum for your carpet. You have to say we brought pussy cookies and the pussy. You'd open for pussy in. cookies? You got an oven. He's got that look on I his do. face that, that says, Wait a minute. when are these people leaving my house? Let's go. Come on. Wrap Actually, it up. I've got man. this look on my face. Says, I got to take a wicked piss. So fucking end this show, will you? Jesus. Fine. Okay. We'll see you guys next week.
God, it's hard to be a good man. Got a good job, I'm trying to look in the best I can. I just want a good girl. I'm honest and I'm loyal, and I never ever chew my nails. It seems that's not enough, she said. If you want to win my heart, there's just one more little test. She said, If my dad likes you, well, I might let you stay. If my dad likes you, well, hey, you might get laid. It's my feline frustration, how a girl leaves a man. Gotta get the part of a purple, like a tuna fish. telling me here is that something with a brain the size of a marble is going to psychologically evaluate me and she said pretty much yes it's been that way for the last 70 guys are so updated so deal with it and i said well okay but how long did it take you to date 70 guys if my cat likes you well i might let you stay if my cat likes you well hey you might get paid if my feline frustration how a girl leaves a man Gotta get the ball of a ball Like a tuna fish can I'm sitting on her couch And sweat is forming on my brow And now she's bringing out that cat That will decide if I'm a good man Pussy got dropped right on my lap Started to purr and took a nap Girl's eyes went wide as her blouse came on Back in my back The pops went out If my cat likes you Well, I might let you stay If my cat likes you Well, hey, you might get laid If my feet are frustration a girl is a man Gotta get the part of a fool Like a tuna fish yeah. Oh, like a tuna fish Don't pants.